great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight. Welcome back to the Views from the Bench podcast. We're now on episode 39. I'm here with just Patrick Shavideo today. Pat, how you doing? Doing really good. Thank you. How right, are you? Um, I'm doing fantastic. You know, things are opening back up again. Um, lots of buzz around the NHL and hockey, and uh, that's kind of what our main topic is, is going to be about today. But uh, what have you been up to lately? I've been up to? Yeah. <sighs> Literally nothing. I'm going to paint my deck tomorrow. <laughs> that's so, it. That's it, man. Well, I don't if, know. If no no one can really see right now, but Pat, uh, he shaved his beard off and it still looks like he's been growing it for about four years. So, <laughs> whereas I shaved uh, a couple hairs off my face and it looks like I've never even had a resemblance of a beard. So, that's where we're at. That is where we're at. Have you been out for a couple spins yet on the rollerblades? Like since we last talked? Oh yeah, I went out for a couple of rips. Feels great. Yeah. Did you go I to a, did you go to a park? Uh no. I just take a wheel around like neighborhoods and stuff and maybe go on some like fresh pavement. I yeah. love that feeling. Yeah. But I sometimes I go on some bumpy roads and when I take the blades off, my feet are still like vibrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My my wheels are almost <clears throat> like I can tell that they're starting to wear down. Cause Maybe. Of, yeah, because of the pavement. Like sometimes you go on them. I don't know, probably twice a week. But like my pavement here is rough, you know? Yeah, you gotta get on the good stuff, man. You gotta go to Saint Jerome. Saint Jerome, eh? That was my old um, stomping grounds. Yeah, I'll meet you there. At a distance. <laughs> um, so there's been a lot of we'll, we'll hop right in it. There's been a lot of buzz about the NHL uh, returning. Possibly, what we're being hearing is uh, in the next ten days, and uh, like not not actually returning in the next ten days, but a decision will be made in the next ten days. So probably when we have our next episode, we we will know what the plan is. But um, our hot take of the week kind of ties into this because uh, we posted on our page that it would be a mistake if the NHL wouldn't start if they could. So what are your thoughts on that? You're saying if they can start and they don't, that's a mistake? So Just I'm to saying, clarify this. Yeah, to clarify, I'm saying let's say the NHL can be deemed safe to start, Right. But their priority is to not start or to not affect the next season. And a lot of people, even on Twitter and a lot of just hockey fans are like, just scrap the season, start next season brand new, fresh, and let's just forget this even happened. But the hot take was that that would be a mistake for that to happen. Because a lot of people actually don't want to see hockey back until it's time for hockey season again. So what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I'm going to go with, like, I don't want hockey back until October. Really? Yeah, I mean, I love hockey as much as the next guy, but I just don't think it's right to, like, start up playing in July 
They finish up, they're going to finish off the season in July, have a 24-team playoffs. It's just how are you going to mix in the four rounds? I just don't see it. It's, it's not going to feel right if someone wins the Stanley Cup like this. If they can do it, why not do it? I just don't see it will affect next season. I just don't want it. I just feel like there's always going to be an asterisk around this Stanley Cup. Like, oh, there's 24 teams in here. Uh, the Rangers or Columbus ended up winning or the Leafs end up winning. Like, is that it? Like, do, do they count that? You can't even celebrate with them. Well, okay. Well, to- why would we count? Why would we not count this one and count the one in uh, 2013 or 2014 there when there was a lockout? What's the difference? I think the difference is that the, the playoffs were still done the same. Whereas this one, they're talking about changing the integrity of the playoffs. They don't know what it's going to be like a, a tournament style or more teams are coming in. Um, I guess the details aren't really out, but it's just, it's just different. And I just, people don't want to mess with that integrity. Um, wow. I could not disagree with you anymore. To mess with you. And uh, it's because uh, right now, if, if you told me that you, you could watch NHL hockey in the next 10 days or 15 days, I take that in a heartbeat. I don't care what the stipulations are around it. I think it'd be very exciting to see um, these teams play in this very odd scenario with no fans. I mean, uh, I think it's a a huge marketing opportunity for the NHL if they're the first pro sport back because all the eyes will be on them, right? But if you look at it from the NHL's perspective, that's really the only pro of doing this there's no fans for revenue right there's um like you kick into the playoffs all you got are basically your uh like advertisements from your sponsorships but like no fans can obviously watch the games and you can get that aspect of revenue right so i mean i just for me as a fan i guess i'm being selfish but also, I just think that if you have the chance to do so and you can do it in a way that fits where you can get both next season in without it being affected and finish off this season, I don't see it being a problem. I just don't think it's possible to get in both. This thing will go to like September. So if you're telling me if they release a plan tomorrow that actually details when it will end and how it will not affect next season, you wouldn't be... You wouldn't want to see it through. But I also don't want to see 24 teams come in and there's like single game elimination shit. That's, that doesn't do it for me. I don't, okay, I don't know about single game elimination, but remove, why doesn't it do it for you? I'm curious. I don't want to have a, um, I don't know, like a best of three or a single elimination series type of thing because then, then it's just a crapshoot. Anyone can win. Um, it's just you're, got, you're getting in teams that weren't even in the playoffs prior to the lockdown. It's just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't mind it <laughs> because any one of those, if you take the 24 teams or however many teams that were in the hunt in those last 10 games, they could have gone on a hot streak and another team could have fallen out. So unfortunately these are the circumstances and it's not going to be fair for some teams, but for other teams that were maybe out of it and were getting hot, like Florida, that is fair. Wouldn't you argue that? Because Florida was going to catch the Leafs. So then why is it fair for the Leafs? 
What do you mean? Why is it fair for the Leafs? Like, then how is it fair? You said they're going to catch the Leafs, and the Leafs would have been knocked out of the playoffs. Yeah. So that's fair for Florida because it gives them the chance to also play in. Whereas the Leafs, they get another like, they basically get another chance to control their own <clears> destiny. <throat> I mean, they had that chance already with the ten games left, but with the way the Leafs were rolling, you knew that they're probably going to blow it. For sure. So you tell me this as a Leaf fan, the Leafs win the 2020 COVID Stanley Cup. How do you feel about that? You, you can't see it. You can't go to the parade. You can't see the Stanley Cup in person because they're not going to show it, only on television. And the players aren't even drinking from it. They have to wipe it down every time they sip the cup. Well, man, we may never, like, we might never get to see another Stanley Cup celebration like how we're used to ever again. So if this is the new normal or, or whatever, uh, I don't give, I, I don't care. Like I'll take any form of entertainment at this point. I want to see hockey and yeah, it would, it would be exactly like the Leafs to go and win the COVID Stanley cup where no one really cares or no one really thinks it's legitimate, but like who could take that away from you after you still won. You still won against those 24 teams. The other eight teams that are completely out of it have no chance anyways. And if you play your way in and you, and you deserve to win. The only thing is I don't want to see it. It's like I need, I need best of seven. I need best seven. That's the only way I think it's, it's right. So you will get a best of seven with the 16 teams. Why are they doing? Because you know? the way I understand it or the way that would make more, more the most sense to me is you got 24 teams for sure coming back. Like the other eight teams don't even need to play because they're completely out of it. Yeah, I know. Right? Or it could even be less teams because you can decipher who'd go on a hot streak and who wouldn't. But um, you have 24 teams. And then of those, uh, what is it? Of those eight teams that are on the outside 16, right? They would have a play-in tournament to see who gets into the final spots of the 16. Do you know what I mean? Or with the, I guess that doesn't make sense now that I'm saying it. Doesn't really make sense. <laughs> there's already, no, it doesn't. Shit. I don't know then. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how it'd work out to be honest with you. Yeah, I guess what I know, I, I understand. Like I want to watch hockey too, as much as the next guy, but I just don't want it to be like fake to me. But it's not fake. They're playing. <laughs> if they play and it's no entertaining, one... you're not going to watch? That's all I care about. Yeah, but I, I obviously I want to see entertainment and stuff. I want to watch NHL hockey. But like, if it's for the cup and all you have to do is win a, a game, I just don't like it. I, I agree with you if like the actual playoffs or if the Stanley Cup is not awarded in a best of seven. I think if you get there and you don't have to go through, like all the best players have said it. Crosby has said, it's like, if, if you don't have to go through four rounds of a best of seven, that's not the Stanley cup. Okay. So let's say you do have to go through four rounds then. would you yeah, not want to see it? Yeah. But then I'd also want to see a full season next year. Cause you know, come September, October, that's when I'm going to be itching to watch it. Yeah, but and what am I gonna do? Next season is not even guaranteed yet. Everyone is so quick to push it off to next season. We don't even know if next season is a thing. If there's a second wave, then it'll be completely worse. Why not take the hockey that you can get right now, guaranteed, when you don't even know what will happen in October? 
Like if there's a second wave and it's way worse than the first wave, there's no way hockey's coming back in October. Then you have no hockey for even longer. Yeah, no, that's that's true. But we just we I guess we just don't know. I guess if I could get if I get four rounds, best of seven, then um then that's okay. You're on board, eh? Yeah. Okay, well Do you not agree though? I, like, would you, you don't want four rounds, best seven? Like, would no, you rather, like, I, I completely agree with that. I want four rounds, best <clears> seven. But if if it has to come down to you, if there's a way that it narrows down to that, do you know what I mean? Back to the regular playoffs, then I don't mind it. But if it, if it affects the four rounds, seven-game series, then I don't know about about that. So you, what you wouldn't know, you don't know about that. Well, I don't think you know either. <laughs> I don't think any of us know. And, but you know, but you know what the problem is. What, what's the problem? That if the NHL does come back, and so does the NBA, come, the NBA comes back. NHL loses all of it. Like the TV is going to be all over the NBA, as well as the American. Yeah, well, especially the, the American. Yeah, if channel. the NHL comes back, then that will probably give the green light to the NBA, which means you know that's pretty much it. Right, like, they're going to lose. Yeah. No but one's going to be watching it. I guess only hardcore hockey fans would be watching it. Yeah. You know? But I mean, in the States where... I don't know if the NBA the pop- start up, though. Like, the NBA got hit hard, the hardest out of any other pro league as far as... Yeah, they're going to start... They want to start in Disneyland. I don't know how that would work, but... I guess we all have to see. Yeah, I, it, it's also the same with uh, minor hockey, too. Like, I don't think there's going to be a minor hockey season next year. That's what I was seeing... Uh, the, G- the president of the GTHL says he doesn't know if they're going to start up next year because he said he'd rather just not start it than having to cut like uh, in November, like stop it in November. You know, like you said, if it was second wave. Yeah. He said, I'd rather just not start it than have to end it in November. And the what the kids have played like 10 games. So what's that mean then? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. He's just going to, postpone it or completely cancel next season it might completely cancel it but then you also have to think about what about the what about all the guys who are going through their draft years well they get screwed over the most you know I was yeah about like the other day too even if like your ohl drafts or your, your even your nhl draft what are they you're just going to go based on the uh, the scouts going to go based on your performance the year before yeah, and then how do you even know you're getting that same player? Like, they haven't been yeah. on the ice yeah. in the game. And what if scenario? another guy, like, just emerges? He would have emerged in his last, like, this final draft year. And he's come out as a strong player. Yeah. Kind of like you, know. eh? Uh, maybe in, like, five more years, I'll emerge. <laughs> you're really going to start to hit your stride 24. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hit my stride when I'm 30. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, it's a tough scenario. I don't know what the plan is, but I also think uh, no one can really know for sure until until you know. <laughs> it's that it's. It, I know that seems stupid, but it's that unpredictable as far as what what's going on right now. Like every, right now, as of this, as of recording this episode, it seems like everything's opening up again. It seems like everyone is seeing each other again, and it seems like things are going back to normal. But at the same time we don't know the consequences of this till like two weeks later. Right. I guess we're going to have to uh, agree to disagree on that hot take though. 
I guess so. Uh, we're going to call it a warm take. On a, on a, on a nice lukewarm take. Yeah. <laughs> room um, temperature. Room temperature take. Oh, and another thing is we can't even get our coaching stuff done. We can't even become coaches this year because we're not running it. Yeah, so we our plan was to uh, start our coaching training and uh, Pappy heard Brooks and I'm kind of – who's the guy with the whistle? <laughs> Patrick. Greg, Greg Patrick with the whistle again that I'm just looking at you like I don't know <laughs> I don't know if we should but uh that's gonna have to be temporarily uh put off for now because GTHL the world's just or, gonna have to wait a little bit longer to see the best hockey coaches to hit the hit behind the bench right yeah hit behind the bench. <laughs> yeah I know well I guess that uh the coaching segment for today it's gonna be say you got you got your team, right? Uh, you have a solid team, and you've been facing off against this other team, and you've had you've just been taking care of them all regular season. You beat them four. You had four matches with them, and you beat them four times. So now, come playoff time, you're facing off against them in a best of seven series. How do you motivate your players to get up to want to play against them and to strategize a way to win against this team? Well, I think the first thing I'm mentioning is how hungry the opposing team would be, right? We've we if we've basically mopped the floor with them in the regular season, these guys are going to be hungry to come at us hard and and uh, prove everyone else wrong that it was just a fluke, right? We've seen that happen before in the NHL, and you wouldn't. I wouldn't know if I would mention this to my team because they'd probably be way too young to men- to remember. But like the Ottawa versus Maple Leaf series back in the early 2000s, right? Ottawa would basically sweep the regular season with the Leafs and then playoffs would come around and the Leafs would have their number. So I think the message there is to just understand the, like the threat of how hungry the other team would be in that scenario and um, making sure that your team is prepared to deal with that type of pressure. What about oh, you, Patrick? So that's, that's, that's honestly a great answer. Um, I'd probably do something very similar. I'd go in and say, you know what? Listen, the regular season's done. It's, it's basically meaningless right now. This is basically a start of a new season, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like amplified. So you got to know they're going to be hungry. Just like you said, they want to prove to everyone that that stuff didn't matter, that they could take us when it matters in the playoffs. So we have to play at a higher level, and we have to anticipate that they're going to be hungry for us. So we have to, wherever we were playing in the regular season, we have to bring it up 10 notches. That's how we're going to beat them. Mm-hmm. I think also, too, I would, uh, just to get the message across, I think I would probably chuck a couple water bottles across the room. Just to, to you're, really, uh, not even, <laughs> you're not even down in the series yet. No, I'm kidding. But, but uh, no, I, I completely agree. Had, had that, has that ever happened to you guys when you were playing? Were you yeah. dominated and and uh, or vice versa? Yeah, it's completely happened. Like we dominated the whole series. We lost. I mean, the whole season. We lost one game the whole regular season. We lose in the second round, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing. As a coach, you need to be able to you be able to grab your team before it gets too late. You have to tell them, like, listen. You have to tell them what's happening, and you have to formulate a strategy of how to get out of it. Because you can't be keeping the, doing the same thing that you're doing the regular season because obviously it's not working in the playoffs. So 
do you remember in that moment where maybe your coach or where your team mentally went wrong in that scenario? Like where you felt it was like, yeah, I don't think we can, I don't think we have the pushback to, to, to win this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was in game four. Like the first two games we, we had them, we, they played right into our system we we um, beat them easily, but then that third and fourth game, I, I saw a change, and um, th- things just weren't working anymore. They they adapted, they started playing an aggressive game, but we kept trying to do the same thing over and over and over, and it wasn't working. And it just seemed like we didn't we didn't have that pushback available for the rest of the series, and we ended up losing. Right, mm-hmm. so I think that's where coaches, when you see that moment in the game either call timeout or in the intermission, you have to be able to see it and you have to hit it head on. So you would have preferred that your coach taking the time, whether it be during the game or after the game, be like, listen, what we're doing right now is not working. It worked for the first two games, but now um, the other team's adjusting perfectly and they're, they're new. They're basically neutralizing us as far as what we can do. So Absolutely. we have to game plan around that. Uh, that's I think any that's anything a, a half decent good coach would do, right? Yeah. You need to be able to change the game when you you realize the most what where the momentum is going, where the game is going. It's obviously shifted to the side of your opponents. You got to be able to adapt. So you see someone's starting to force up a different side. You got to change the game. You have to do what's best. You mm-hmm. can't try to you can't keep trying to do the same thing because. Oh, this this worked in the regular season for us. We beat these guys four times in the regular season, so we're going to keep doing this. It may have worked then, but now you got to readjust. As a player, though, do you and maybe as a team, do you realize that and then almost take matters into your own hands at at some point? I think there's only so much you can do as a player in that scenario yeah. because a lot of it matters on who's the coach putting out who's the coach putting out in certain scenarios and what systems does the coach want to run? Right. So a lot of that matters on who's, what's the coach implementing. Well, I mean, uh, I wasn't uh, expecting to dive into what you did, but it's good that you, you, you mentioned that because it, it, I know with that team, what, what year is it again? 2016. Yeah. Like you guys were dominant, right? So you you pretty much dominated every other team in the regular season, and then you get to the second round, and that exact scenario happens. So, like a a, a perfect like real in game or in life scenario of of that happening, and and it not working in that sense, mm-hmm. right? But uh, yeah, I, and I guess it just reinforces our message of you have to be able to adapt mid game or. Uh, just coming in with the right mentality. I mean, did you guys have, did you feel like you guys had the right mentality heading into that series? I think so. I think we did. Maybe, we'd, maybe some guys, like, uh, maybe a little overconfident. Yeah. Especially when you win the first game, like five goals. I think it's going to be a sweep, a really? walk. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's also a thing. Like, you got to keep you guys humbled, right? You got to say, listen, the last game doesn't matter anymore. Regular season doesn't matter anymore. You got to focus on what's happening in the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that just reinforces our point even more, right? No, it does completely. Uh, are we good for this or you got anything else? No, I'm pretty good. I mean, 
Well, you seem like you'd be like one of those. You don't want to be a hard coach, do you? You're, you're not going to throw a water bottle. You're a liar. Why? Why don't you believe that? I don't see you throwing any water bottles. I, I chuck a water bottle when I play video games. What are you talking about? Yeah, are you going to chuck a water bottle when we're coaching? No, I don't. Well, it, no. I guess we'll see. <laughs> you seem like you'd be you'd be a guy that does that though. Uh I I I couldn't do it every game. Like you got to save those for important moments. Like you yeah. can't use it all the time. You know, it's got to be strategized. Well, if we coached, it'd have to be like it'd have to be like a good cop, bad cop type of thing. You know, both of us can't do it. No, but like say like one game. It's obviously we'd have to talk. I talk about it and strategize it with you. Like, listen, I'm gonna go in and fucking make a mess in there. <laughs> go in for the cleanup. <laughs> yeah, and it's, but you can only do it like maybe two two times a year. Two times a year. Save yeah. it for like a blowout, eh? <laughs> I'd save it, man. Okay. <laughs> whoever, could you imagine if? Uh, someone who hires us listens to this podcast and they, and they hear that They're like, Oh, how would you, you react in this scenario? Like, Oh, I thought you would guys would th- toss a water ball throughout the room and, and, and trash the locker room. Like, yeah. I'm like, like, talking about like, no, if I already did it two times, I can't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll see in due time. Do you want to do the one V one or you want to do uh, uh, an improvement segment there? I'll just hit a little improvement section here. So, obviously, still in quarantine, most people, um, you just want to work on your game. Uh, Rinks aren't open. Don't know if they're even going to open because pretty much the summer now, most rinks aren't open. No, although I did hear Tori say that he's hopeful for recreational facilities to open in July. There you go. But then again, some, some ice pads don't open up for the summer. They just turn into, like, ball hockey and lacrosse things yeah so what i'm thinking is important thing to work on is obviously your stick hand thing everyone mm-hmm. needs it right you need those soft hands <laughs> the drill that i have is you could use a stick handling ball i don't know if you have that and do you have one of those yeah I, I, have a, I have a standard road hockey ball that's basically falling apart yeah. right now so yeah so basically if you don't have one of those whatever you could even use a golf ball is pretty good actually Golf ball is really good, except if you're on the road. Yeah, uh, thing, like an yeah, I think bounces around. Like it's good in like a basement or yeah, somewhere where you have. So depending really where you are, use one of those orange balls. Use a stick handling ball. Use a golf ball, and just set up like a couple pucks on either side, and start stick handling with your head up. This is the most key. You have to stick handle with your head up, so you know what's going around. You've even posted those videos. Defender's not pivoting his feet. That suit just blows by because he's yeah. got his head up the whole time. You got to know where your teammates are the whole time. So you got to have your head up, stick handle going forward, stick handle to your left side, and then stick handle to your right side and keep doing that. Yeah, like I think referencing that Datsuk video too, that whole play cannot happen if he doesn't have his head up. You know what I mean? If he's not aware of what the defenseman is doing and, and where A lot of things are. can happen if your yeah. head's not up Like any situation. You look at uh, all these stick handling coaches and all these stick handling videos, and even these kids who do these trick shot things, you know, you see those, right? Yeah. I, like I said, we, there's no need for trick shots, folks. If you can do it, that's like, that's awesome. Great. Right? It just I mean, doesn't really help in a game situation. 
Yeah, it, it, it helps your hand-eye, and it does help, I guess, your creativity to a sense, but you can't flip your stick at 17 times mid-play and, and bat it out of the air, right? So, like, it's good to practice it and maybe have, like, something to do to screw around with, but at the end of the day, you have to learn how to basically just skate with your head up almost at all times, right? Because you, you see so much of the play when you have your head up, and you realize things that you would never even realize when your head's down. The Datsuk play. So that yeah. he, he can't make that play unless his head's up and he's, he understands how the defenseman's pivoting, right? And actually, if you look at the play, the, the D-man actually plays that relatively well. Like, he still, he still forces Datsuk to the outside, but Datsuk has, makes that play and executes it so well that by the time he's able to transition back to the way Datsuk is going, he already has that time and space to take the shot. Because if you look no, at him, right. if you look at the D, if you look at the D man, he's already there covering the pass. So like he plays yeah. that relatively well. Yeah, because I see guys. Um, we see your videos of like your your stick handling, your hands are going 100 miles an hour, but your head's down. We need to have your head up because one, you could get depending where you are if you're playing with hitting, could get rocked, could get labeled, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to see a open make a play for your teammates. See if there's an open piece of ice for you to go to. That's why we also. Always emphasize head up while you're stick handling. This is a great drill to do that. And uh, I say if I'm ever able to see you, we should definitely make a couple videos. Yeah, we will. We will. We'll, we'll even do them Rocky style in the park. Yeah, a couple of training videos. <laughs> yeah, I know. We yeah, probably good for Honestly, we probably could. We could probably pass for brothers. Yeah, we could. I'm, I'm shaved now, so. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> well, didn't some guy ask if we were brothers? Oh, no. Oh, that was me and Mike. That was you and Mike? Yeah, some guy asked that. I'm like, what? No. No, me and Mike get uh, asked, or people ask if me and Mike are brothers all the time, too. So if people asking me and Mike are brothers, that means you and me could be brothers. Well, yeah, I guess that means that. I guess it does. So we could probably get away with, with uh, sneaking in a quick Rocky training video. <laughs> yeah, I probably could. But, you know, you don't want to get hit with that $750 fine. <laughs> If we were on rollerblades, we could definitely outpace a cop car, though. Yeah, well, downhill for sure. <laughs> like, I mean, in subdivisions, we could just get lost in the sauce of those. Yeah, they couldn't oh, find us. You're right. Winning out. All right, one v one. Yeah, give it to me. All right, so this is this week's one v one. I haven't, I haven't personally come up with a one v one in a while, so I'm excited for this one. This one will get you thinking. Ready? Yeah. All right, so you need a goal. Minute, you had either Yarmir Yager or Timu Solani. Who are you going with? Timu, the finish flash. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Why? Because um, he just guy just rips goals. How, how many just a pu- rookie season again? Seventy two. Yeah. Who who does that? Right. Me and be a pro. Yeah. <laughs> on rookie mode but um yeah i'm going timu guys a pure goal scorer uh can't be denied going with him legend how about you i'm gonna go yomar yager because he is the uh epitome of surviving yomar yager <laughs> and he in his heyday in his uh i guess in his prime i would say he was number one in the league right maybe behind mario at one point yeah 
I guess he'd have to be behind Mario. He is behind Mario. But in like the 95, when did Mario like semi-retire? Whenever he did, doesn't matter. Yager was number one in the league, right? Pretty much. Well, I don't know. Gra- we should probably Gretz know that. was there. Yeah, Gretz was old. Still wheeling. <laughs> you ever hear that quote of like, uh, Gretz when he's like, when I could score 100 goals, I can only do 10 sit-ups. And then when I can do 100 sit-ups, I can only score 10 goals. Really? Yeah. You never heard that quote? I'm sure I have, but guy shouldn't do sit-ups. What is he thinking? <laughs> Don't change the game. He doesn't have Don't to. change it. He was it's uh, like Kessel. You, you can't work out. You just, but if you're scoring goals, it doesn't matter. Just keep doing what you're doing. I agree. <laughs> I wouldn't work out if I was scoring 100 goals. Uh, me neither. I would never like, work oh. out. I'm, like, I'm not touching my like. So if a trainer comes up, he's like, let me train you. Absolutely not. Staying on the couch. Wait, was it Gretzky who scored 92 goals one year? Yeah. And yeah, he of said he could have got, got 100. A, that was stupid. Was it Gretzky? Okay. Of course it was Gretzky. Of course it was Gretzky. <laughs> Um, he said he should have got a hundred, but he got like he was getting he was getting in his head. He was getting in his own head. Yeah, he was in his kitchen about getting in a hundred. <laughs> well, can you imagine being in your own kitchen about getting a hundred goals? <laughs> yeah, what a problem to have. Yeah, I'm in, my, I'm in my own head when I'm deciding what toast I should use for breakfast. <laughs> Always light rye. Yeah, oh, get the hell out of here! No way, really. <laughs> best <laughs> me too it comes in like the blue the blue uh wrapping kind of or yeah. are we thinking of different i ones? think so yeah I it's think like so. a weird shape almost kind of looks yeah, like a kidney bean yeah 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 yeah. that's it oh the best bread in the world yeah light rye always wow this was something that i completely <sighs> didn't expect this 1v1 conversation to go to but i'm glad that it ended up here <laughs> That's bread. So That's good. Um, so we got yeah, we got a split. Yager and Solani. I think it's a good split. It's a good choice. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what the people have to hear when we post it on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, anything else there, Patricia? For the one v one, no, I'm done. I mean, I was good, man. Good picks. Thanks. There's only two. <laughs> I don't know it was a good picks though for the two. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. So any other. Uh, uh, housekeeping stuff anything you want to tell people or update people on as far as what we've been doing yeah so we uh we currently launched our shopify um the url is on our latest post of the giveaway it's used from the bench.myshopify.com go hit it up we made everything super affordable for everyone so anyone can afford it i mean we're we basically don't make anything from it to be quite honest break even and it's only going to be a, like, we're only going to keep it up for a little bit of time, maybe only till July right now. And then we're going to shut it down, maybe start up again later, but it's only for a limited time. Get some, if you want, it's pretty cool to have. It's the, they're comfortable. They are right. Yeah. Yeah. They feel good. Uh, we, we eat up all the shipping, so don't worry about that. We take care of the shipping. Uh, if you're buying now, it could take uh, like 30 years to get. <laughs> maybe just kidding but they said there's some delays yeah but no no check it out check it out it's good yeah and uh credits to pax he's the he's the shopify guy i'm not man you I'm, we both I'm, did it yeah but I, i'm the tiktok guy you're kind of you're more so the shopify guy because i i get on there sometimes and i get so f- 
flustered. I'm like, there's 20 different things telling me what to do right now. And I don't, I don't know how to Shopify is terrible. Yeah. Like what's going on there. It's actually actually not terrible. It's actually very good, but it's like, it's not user friendly. It can be so much better. Yeah. Or maybe we're just uh, technology or uh, not tech savvy. I mean, we're not that dumb, but I mean, like we we did it. Yeah, we did do it. I mean, we were doing it in the studio that time. We first got up doing it in like January, February. Yeah, I missed the the studio, man. We had, we had some good, uh, we had some good good ideas flowing through there. Studio is the best. Yeah. It's on the toilet flushes. (laughs) I love it. It's uh, it's the best part of the studio, to be honest with you. It's why we pay the extra four fifty a month. <laughs> and exactly. And if you ever run ideas, you just pick up a hockey stick and you start ripping. Yeah, that's and true. That's when the ideas start flowing. Yeah, that goes with anything, to be honest with you. And if if Joe Rogan ever wants to hit us up, we're keeping <laughs> that studio. I don't care. Do you Joe Rogan went to Spotify? Yeah, so I said that. <laughs> yeah we're going to spotify too exclusively exclusive <laughs> exclusively on anchor <laughs> we should make a funny post about that we're just going exclusively on anchor have, too big have your face thrown up on there have it fake trending on twitter <laughs> it'd be hilarious that would be pretty funny um all right well I guess if we got anything, I was going to say something, but I forgot. Oh, 1v1. Yeah, so this week, I was supposed to be challenging uh, Brazzers Finest. Pat, you know what Brazzers is, right? Trick That's not like a Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. <laughs> I guess it's close, but uh his name was his his username was brazzers finest and uh unfortunately we ran into some scheduling issues so today after actually this podcast i'm going to be picking a new contestant um to challenge and i'm actually so confident in my abilities and uh how good of an nhl player i am that anyone who beats me will not only get a shout out on uh our podcast and on our page but They'll also get, uh, if they win, they'll get a free t-shirt. So, yeah, it's the first time I'm telling Pat this, and his reaction is kind of funny, but don't worry. We'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, steak, uh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, they won't win. They won't. So, uh, I'm going to throw that up on the story, but that's that's an update on there, and probably we'll do the game this weekend. Beautiful. And the winner for the t-shirt will be announced uh, Saturday morning, afternoon, whenever anthony wakes up yeah <laughs> yeah so uh other than that um i think we're good right just at views from the bench on instagram and tiktok yeah tiktok we're starting to roll now we're trying, saw, we're trying to get very good decent decent views so if you're not on the tiktok game what are you doing get on it follow us both on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, again, like Pat said, our Shopify is up and running, so check that out. And uh, just thank you guys for listening once again. Pat, any last yeah. comments? Uh, no. Well, I guess we'll, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. So I'm going to redo that because he butchered <laughs> it. <laughs> so, I want so hard to be you. <laughs> it's okay, man. I'll finish it off strong. Okay, that's going to be Anthony now. Do it. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for listening, 
and uh, we'll see you on the other side.